fast you were going. What? How fast you were going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted to not leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Conference Podcast. You host the Iceman. Thought I'd throw an extra one out here since I did the end of Watch one. Had a few Louisiana stories, so I said, why not? Just not doing it live, just straight up audio. So, let's get the housekeeping out. If you want a great cigar, go to mypatriotcigar.com. Use promo code MOTORCOP15. Get 15% off your cigar. If you order $100 more, I believe it's free shipping. If you want any merchandise, go to the MotorCop Chronicles Podcast Etsy store. Uh, T-shirts there. You can go to the website, uh, MotorCopChronicles.com, and uh, all the links to everything are on there. If you want any extra episodes, it's Patreon. The seven-day free trial period on there if you'd like to try that out. I think there's uh, 21 episodes. 20 episodes I just put out a a uh, short video earlier, a uh, couple hours ago on it. I'm always posting stuff. If you can't, I understand. I'm going to keep putting out the regular free episodes. Uh, we'll shout the Patreons out at the end of it. So, I hope everybody had a uh, good weekend. Unless you got their asses kicked, which I had predicted. We went to... Uh, stepson's house and uh watched the game there also had the privilege of uh going out and uh married a guy that i know to work with and him and his fiance now their husband and wife went and married them saturday so Iceman married them i also saw something on facebook that the wife brought up uh, i don't know if he even still listens or not but uh jed uh over there in tennessee uh, see, there's congratulations or due to you. I see that you and your beautiful wife, fiance, finally got married. And uh, so, I hope long and fruitful and loving life for both of y'all. Uh, he was on the podcast uh, in season one several years ago now. But uh, definitely, congratulations to them. So we're going to start out, I don't know if y'all remember, I was talking about the police chief, uh, the Baton Rouge police chief, Murphy Paul. We played, uh, I think that was Wednesday or so, or was it earlier than, I don't remember. I, I, I played it this week, maybe it was Friday. Anyway, he, he got hot and pissed off and everything else uh, at that Metro Council meeting and stuff like that. And uh, he, uh, let me just plug it in, he got a video on it and uh We'll, we'll let y'all listen to it. And uh, he had a little meeting out in front of the the PD or something today, and uh, you know, talking about his actions and stuff like that. So as soon as this commercial's out the way, I will unmute it and uh, let y'all listen to that part. And we'll talk about it for a minute. <laughs> 
president, but I'm going to speak my heart on this one. And he did just that, a tense meeting tonight at the Metro Council as everyone from council members, the public, and the police chief talked about the Brave Cave. Yeah, there was finger pointing and the dialogue got real yeah. loud at one point. That's the part of it. Uh, pulled up the wrong story on that one. Uh, they had another meeting today. He's like, you know, he, he regrets uh, some of it, but he, he meant every word that he said of it. Like I said, he's on his way out. He's already put in his paperwork. Uh, talk about a a story that happened uh, last night involving BRPD. Excuse me. I'm just tired today for some reason. And uh, BRPD can't catch a break. Uh, <clears throat> we'll talk about that one in a second. That's why I went too far up with some other story. So we're going to go to this one. BRPD, uh, like I said, is uh, stuck with some uh, stuff. Uh, this happened last night. It popped up on the news or yesterday. Uh, they had a woman that got hit uh, by a speeding driver, a uh, hit and run accident on uh, which road was it on? I was on North Foster Drive in Baton Rouge. She got hit by uh, a car, and uh, the car took off, left, never checked up, nothing like that. So, of course, you know, people called 911 and everything, and the cops were responding. Well, about 10 minutes later, uh, the police were arriving, and uh, one of the cops, they say, was... Uh, Came in at a high speed. The lady happened to be lying in the road. And her name was, uh, she was a 38-year-old. Uh, her last name was Brown. She was pronounced dead at the scene. But the problem is with this is when this first, this officer arrived on the scene, he ran her over also. Yes, you heard me correct. The police officer ran her over also. I guess she was in the road. He come running up lights and sirens and ran over again. Now, I think they're trying They're trying to. I don't know if they're going to be able to. They're trying to determine, was she already dead? Or did she get killed from the first impact from the hit-and-run driver? Or did she die from getting run over by the police? That's going to be uh, the thing I think they're trying to figure out. Uh, so they're still investigating it. Uh, pretty sure that he is uh he's probably on paid leave over there uh i'll just say this uh i don't know how long this could be a veteran it could not be a veteran uh coming up on a scene like that you need to slow down you need to control your adrenaline and uh as tragic as this is i'm this man had no intention of i know running over this lady and now he's he's gonna have to live with that not knowing maybe if or if they do find out if he's if she was already dead or if she wasn't and he killed her. I couldn't imagine having to deal with a mistake that bad, knowing if I took somebody's life by mistake. Not not, you know, if somebody, you know, if I'm gonna shoot out and they're, they're you know, it's legitimate or whatever, but but by uh, you're going to try to help someone and end up doing more damage to them. So uh Guys and gals, please pay attention out there. Please pay attention. 
Because you can't help the people if, if you run them over. I'm sure it was uh, the onlookers out there were totally freaking out. But you can't blame them. Now, I don't know if y'all been uh, watching any like national news or anything, but uh, they're having like a, a saltwater intrusion coming up into the, a wedge, they call it, coming up into the Mississippi River heading towards the New Orleans-type area. Uh, where it is, you know, the Gulf of Mexico is saltwater. Uh, Mississippi's fresh. Uh, Mississippi usually draining out. The problem is, is we're, we've been in this massive drought. We haven't had no, I don't, can't even tell you how many inches uh, of rain that we haven't received. We're extremely dry this year. Uh, um, hell, my grass, I got places, my, my yard just turning to dirt. I'm not complaining, but it's turning to dirt. I mean, just, we've had no rain. And the little bit we have gotten hasn't done, it's not enough. So, uh, I guess the Mississippi River's levels are like way low. I, I, I got to drive over the Mississippi River Bridge every day for work. And uh, I, I can look at it and see how low it is. So I guess the problem is instead this part of the Mississippi, uh, I guess around the mouth of it, of where the water is draining out, I guess uh, since it's getting so low, some of the Gulf is pushing in up the river, pushing salt water up. The problem is that some of these uh, towns along there uh, get their water from the Mississippi. Yeah, it's gross, okay. Uh, if you ever go to New Orleans area, Jefferson Parish, stuff like that, don't ever drink the tap water, okay? It is, uh, it's not brown or nothing, but it comes out to Mississippi or Lake Pontchartrain or wherever, and that shit's brown. And to treat this water to make it suitable for uh, humans, it smells like a fucking swimming pool, a chlorinated swimming pool. I feel like that since I was a little kid. My, you know, I was born down there, and I went to school down there. So my grandparents, family was down there. You can go down there, and you turn the faucet on, and I, I can't. You can't even drink. This is before, and this was way before they had you know bottled water. So you had no choice but to drink it. And it was like drinking a swimming pool. Nobody wanted to drink the water because it was fucking horrible. It's so it's got so much chlorine to to clean this fucking Mississippi water. It's horrible. But anyway, rambling. A lot of people get their, of course, their water for the Mississippi River. The problem is if salt water intrudes, they can't, it's not going to be good for human anything because people still cook with it and stuff. So some people are freaking out. Uh, the news is saying, of course, you know, I'm saying it's going to be okay. It's not It's not that bad as some people trying to put it out with. This thing is, though, is, you know, some, some businesses We'll try to take advantage of stuff like this. And this one business, it don't surprise me with this company. Uh, because uh, basically most of the dealings with, uh, I've had with them is crappy. I mean, I talked about one not uh, <laughs> about a year or so ago, the best buy in Baton Rouge off of uh, Millerville. I won't step foot in there. Them rude motherfuckers, okay? So I'm not saying all of them, but it uh, seems like a lot of these stores are, you know, they're just crappy. And uh, this one in New Orleans, it was a Best Buy in New Orleans. And uh, I just told you all about the, the water supply thing, clean water. And uh, so people have been, like, going out and buying, like, buying bottled water and shit up. Like you would before a disaster, like a hurricane or something like that. Well, this fucking Best Buy store in New Orleans 
was selling a 12-pack of Smart Water. They were selling it for $30, $29.98 for 12 bottles of water. They were selling a 24-pack of uh, what kind of water was that? Selling a 24-pack of like Dasani, which you know usually isn't that. It's like $16 usually. On Amazon at sixteen dollars. They were selling it for forty two ninety six, forty three dollars for a, a six seventeen dollar bottle of water on Amazon, which would be usually be cheaper at Walmart, some junk shipping and stuff. But so yeah. So we saying a little price gouging from let's say sixteen twenty five and they're charging forty three. Hmm. So uh yeah. And there's a picture up here of of the bottles of water at Best Buy with the fucking signs on them. So I can't say uh, they need to be, uh, they do need to be reported. I hope somebody reported them to the state for price gouging, which is illegal. And they can be fined and stuff like that for it. Uh, Best Best Buy, it don't surprise me. Best Buy as a company just seems to be just shit. Uh, Customer service and everything else, uh, they're just crap. So uh, Best Buy gouging people, you know, already bad enough with the uh, economy. And uh, Best Buy going to try to, you know, triple charge you for, for fucking water. Try to make some extra money. Totally shitty. Fuck Best Buy. I try not to use them. Sometimes you don't have a choice on some things, but uh, I try not to. Next story, uh, it's about Louisiana State Police. They had a suspect uh, in Washita Parish on uh, this Sunday, September 24th, around almost 5 o'clock a.m. Uh, Louisiana State Police were patrolling on Highway 139. They observed observed a white Jeep with his hood up. You know, most cops, what you going to do? You see somebody with the hood up, there, you, you stop and check on them because it's going to help people. Anyway, the cops stopped near the vehicle. They observed a, a male standing in front of the car, the Jeep. According to the police, authorities asked the male if he needed any help. Like, hey, dude, you need some help? He broke down. The subject, see if we go with this for our favorite word. The subject allegedly, he yelled at the cop and mentioned that he had been waiting a long time for the cops to arrive to help him. He then slammed the hood of the vehicle, re-entered the car, driving away from the scene. So, obviously, his car wasn't broke then, right? Uh, Due to the vehicle being drivable and having no obvious defects, it appeared the vehicle was parked in the roadway to intentionally cause an obstruction, according to the authorities. So, the the cops followed behind him, trying to pull him over now. When he suddenly stopped without warning, well, I guess they didn't. We weren't trying to pull him over. They just following him. He slammed his brakes on without warning. Uh, so the state police would have initiated a traffic stop. They said the, the this idiot got out of his vehicle and allegedly came towards them, yelling with his fist closed. Somebody does that. That's an aggressive. That's an aggressive thing. Somebody's coming at you with their fist closed. The trooper asked him to stop approaching him in a. The, the idiot said, 
it's on. And the subject then allegedly lunged at the trooper and he was tased. Once the trooper was, once the bad guy was placed in handcuffs, he uh, allegedly, they must use this fucking word like a hundred times in here. He allegedly headbutted the trooper several times in his chest, which, you know, he had his vest on, he didn't feel it. Then he was, uh, this idiot was identified as uh, Blake Anthony Cases, and he was arrested and charged with aggravated obstruction of a public highway, battery of a police officer, resisting an officer, and damage to property. His bond is set at $20,000. Just, just idiots. And now you, know, oh, he he was suffering. Uh, he has a mental issue. He was suffering uh, a mental episode because that's just supposed to be able to justify, you know, some fucking idiot, in uh, attacking the police, right? Because he's having a mental episode, so it makes it okay. Now fuck this dude. He's lucky he have something in his hand and he can get capped. So, just fucking idiot. Well, at least the trooper wasn't hurt or nothing. Ding Dong probably won't be in jail very long, like I said. This next one here, it's happened a little while ago. Uh, it's happened middle of September, September 16th. You know, we've been had, we had a freaking, it's been super, it's, we've gotten the 90s today. Uh, it just wasn't as humid, so it wasn't as bad. But we had a hellacious summer. You know, we were hitting. Heat index temperature is like 115 and shit. That's fucking hot, right? It's like an oven outside. Well, uh, the pres- some prisoners at uh, Angola have decided to sue because uh, I guess they don't have air conditioning. Uh, they have some men incarcerated in the state of Louisiana penitentiary filed a class action law- lawsuit contending that they had been forced to work in the prison fields for little or no pay. Yeah, that, that's what happens when you go to fucking jail. Would you think you're going to get minimum wage or something? No. They pay you, they'll pay you like, I don't know, three cents a day or whatever they used to pay you, but you can give that up and go to help get you good time. When the temperature soared past 100 degrees, they described the conditions as cruel, degrading, and often dangerous. The men, most of whom are black, okay, I mean, so they got a lot of black people in jail. All right, well, we are kind of already knew that. They work on the 18,000-acre maximum security prison known as Angola, the site of a former slave plantation. It has nothing to do with it. It's been a fucking prison for as long as I can remember. Hoeing, weeding, and picking crops by hand, yes, often surrounded by armed guards. Well, you're in fucking jail. You're, you know, you committed a crime. And if you're in Angola, you you got a shit ton of time. Most people in Angola have life in prison. Okay, ninety nine percent of them have life in prison. Once you go in Angola, most of them don't get out. So that's the bad of the bad, the worst of the worst. You know, If they refuse to work or fail to meet their quotas, they can be sent to solitary confinement or otherwise punished according to the... Yeah, you don't want to work, you get, out, you, get, you get in trouble. This labor serves no legitimate penological or institutional purposes. It does. Angola is completely self-sufficient. They grow all their own food. Uh, vegetables, 
plus their beef. They raise their own cows and stuff. Uh, they they're self fulfilling. I mean, they they ship in toilet paper so But food wise, they they are self they they raise their own food there. So yeah, there is a purpose for it. It's called to be able to fucking eat. Okay. They're saying that it's uh, purely punitive and designed to break the incarcerated men and ensure their submission. No, it's called you got to work the field so you can eat. Anyway, of course, they're suing the warden and other, you know, corrections people. And it's money, ma- money-making arm, prison enterprise. Ken Pastrack, a spokesman for the State Department of Public Safety and Corrections, said the department hadn't officially been served with the lawsuit yet. So they can't comment on anything they haven't had opportunity to review. Uh, and it goes on, you know, about, you know, some constitutional shit and stuff like that, all the way back from the fucking Civil War. Uh, it says the plaintiff include four men who are formerly or currently working in the fields along with the voice of experience, an organi- organization made up of current and formerly incarcerated people around 150 who are still at Angola. Like I said, once you go in Angola, most of the time the only way you get out, the majority of the time, is on your back. Okay? <clears throat> they said the work is so dangerous, especially those with disability and health conditions. I, mean, I worked at the DOC uh, Department of Correction for Louisiana. Uh, people that are disabled, like in wheelchairs or the old guys and stuff, they have jobs, but usually their job is they work inside the dormitories and they like clean the the dorms, like dust the bars off and do stuff that they can do. Nothing that's going to hurt them. Say so, uh, some of them, you know, they have not been given the accommodation and service they're entitled to under the American. Disabilities Act. These men are forced to work, notwithstanding their increased risk of illness or injury. Field work also violates their Eighth Amendment right to be free of cruel and unusual punishment. They're not doing it for punishment. You got to eat. Some of them say they were they were sentenced by non-unanimous juries and therefore were not duly convicted. That that changed. uh, You used to not have to have a unanimous jury to be convicted. So. uh, Back then, you were uh, done. Anyway, these motherfuckers are suing because they, these inmates, these inmates are suing because it say it's too hot to work. Let me tell you what, you lazy piece of shit motherfuckers. Okay, uh, if you didn't want to be uh, made to work in a field to grow your own food so you could eat and shit, maybe you shouldn't have fucking broke the law. Maybe you shouldn't have went to jail. Go to prison. Because if you went to Angola, like I said, most 90-something percent of them are doing life. So you either murdered somebody, you raped somebody, you did something to be able to get life in fucking prison. The worst of the worst. To me, they shouldn't be able to sue shit. They should be able to have to give that right up once they became convicted felons. But no, they're still on their pity party. They're still a fucking victim. Fucking inmates. Boo hoo. Boo fucking who. I have no I no, let me check. Nope. There's no fucks to give in my pocket for these piece of shit fucking inmates. Okay? No. None. Boo hoo. <clears throat> they don't have to work. 
you don't have to work. You can refuse to work. And then you, you don't have to work. They'll put you in a cell, and you can lay in your cell all day. they just take your mattress from you during the take time. But they don't, you don't have to work. You just don't enjoy certain privileges if you don't, right? So... Just shit like that just pisses me off. Anyway, let's go to St. Francisville, right outside of Baton Rouge. Very nice area. Uh, touristy area in uh, Louisiana here. They've arrested a man who was suspected of shooting someone in West Feliciana Parish. Where did he shoot him at? Outside the fucking Dollar General store. They arrested uh, 27-year-old Robert Washington. He was booked on two counts of attempted second-degree murder. So he shot two people outside the Dollar General store. Uh, one of the victims was taken to the hospital with serious injuries. They haven't released details on what, uh, why was the shooting. Probably drugs or one woman. Drugs or a woman. That, that's what it was about. I can guarantee you that. Uh, who would ever think? I'd have never thought that the damn dollar stores are, are dangerous as shit. Seems like they're always getting robbed, people shooting each other. It's the fucking dollar store. Be careful you go to dollar store, people. Dollar stores are dangerous as shit for some reason. This next store here, it's messed up. They just found this woman, uh, <laughs> this picture of her if I was live. I mean, y'all should see this shit, huh? What an ugly ass bitch, okay? And she looks mean as fuck, too. Anyways, up in Shreveport, Louisiana. This is damn near in Texas. Uh, a woman was found guilty a Wednesday of throwing her sons into a Louisiana lake. You heard me correct. This bitch threw her own kids into a lake. It killed a 10-month-old, and it hurt their older child. So she, she murdered her own 10-month-old baby. Threw him in a lake. The jury deliberated for about a whole two hours. They came back with a unanimous verdict against, uh, her name is Eureka Rochelle Black, 34 of Shreveport. It's a Caddo Parish District Attorney's Office. She was charged with murder and attempted murder after she threw her 10-month-old son and a 5-year-old into Cross Lake on September 24th of 2021. The infant drowned. First responder rescued the other child who told authorities the mother was responsible, authorities said. She was arrested at a rest stop in Texas near Louisiana State Line. So she threw her kids into this lake, said, fuck it, going to Six Flags or something, I guess, in Texas. Uh this is this is what kind of intelligence we're dealing with. Of course, she's going to appeal, you know. She served as her own attorney. Okay? Her own attorney. Now, I can guarantee you by looking at this woman, she she's never been to college, okay? She's never been to college. But she served as her own attorney. Now, uh, she is facing a mandatory life term in prison, in prison upon sentencing. Sentencing September 28th. I'm sure that's what she got. I'm about to look that shit up. Uh, she got a life. Uh, but of course, she's going to appeal saying she didn't have proper defense and all that stuff because she wanted to serve as her own attorney. Well, that was her choice. That's her choice. 
I'm sure she's going to say something mental. They all do that, you know. Not guilty by reason of insanity. No, she's guilty, insane or not insane. This cunt killed her 10-month-old child. She gave birth to this child and then threw it in the water. Threw a five-year-old in there. Tried to kill both her children. To me, that's what somebody they that to me that's what they should do to her. Tie some fucking bricks to her and some chains and chunk her ass in the water. Let her drown like that ten month old did. Let her let, let her experience her lungs filling up with, with water and not being able to breathe and die like that child did. That's what deserves. Not for her to live out her funky ass life in uh in prison. So that's how I feel about that shit. Right, we're going back to Baton Rouge. Uh, the police are looking to arrest an East Baton Rouge Housing Authority employee. This, uh, what did he do or her? She's a, they're accused of taking taking the money orders that was supposed to be put towards the deposits. So basically, she was taking people's rent. Like, yep, it's a female, Makisha Stewart, 34. She faces one count of malfeasance in office and three counts of theft. After her employer, the East Baton Rouge Housing Authority, Housing Authority reported the stolen money orders. She uh, worked for the Affordable Housing Department, which takes money orders from clients that are deposits on their residence. Three separate, separate occasions in 2022. Stewart allegedly mishandled the money from clients, according to the warrant. She told clients to leave a purchaser's signature blank on the $250 money orders. The client signed it by mistake, but before the order was deposited, someone scratched through the signature and signed a different name on it. Like that, yeah, that's not obvious at all. Uh, they shouldn't have took it with it being scratched out like that. The money order was applied to the different person's account in May. After a client in April used Cash App to send Stewart $275 for deposit after contacting her via the phone. Of that money, $25 was believed to be extra for Stewart's personal use. And the client was told by the East Baton Rouge Housing Authority that the money was not applied to her account, so she just kept it all. Uh, A third client went in July to the East Baton Rouge Housing Authority with a receipt for a money order handed to Stewart. At the time of the exchange, Stewart told them not to sign the purchaser signature line of the $250 deposit. The East Baton Rouge Housing Authority traced the order to a Walmart after Stewart signed it herself. She did not attempt to pay the money back to the victims, according to the police. Uh, she has not been booked yet. I guess she's hiding out with Precious. Why would you throw, who's that, three people she did that to? You're going to throw your career over. Pretty sure it's pretty deep. It may not have been the highest paying job, but it was a job. Probably with benefits, too. You're going to throw your, your career away, go to jail and everything else for, for what? $750, some shit like that? Really? Really? Fucking stupid. That's what these. That's what people are. They're 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 morons. You gonna throw your life over for eight hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars? But never said criminals were smart, did they? We're going. We're still in Baton Rouge here. Uh, downtown Baton Rouge. Uh, supposed to be like a tourist area, stuff like that. 
I don't suggest going down there at nighttime, uh, really. Uh, it's not the safest place. Now, one business owner says he's leaving. They're shutting his business down and leaving just after a wild shootout over the weekend that left multiple bullet holes in the windows of his shop. The shootout happened early Sunday morning on September the 10th after the bars had closed. I, I was pretty happy I wasn't here that night because I spent many long nights doing design and designs and working here. It would have been a bad situation, James Curtis, the business owner, said. According to Baton Rouge Police, multiple shots were fired in the 200 block of Lafayette Street around 2.45 a.m. Thank goodness no one was hit because these motherfuckers couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. However, a few vehicles and several windows of buildings were struck by bullets. I think it's very important that people realize that these problems aren't just black and white issues. That bullet had no color. Where, where did this even come from? I mean, no one had said anything about color. Of course, the news has to bring it up. But uh, he said he's tired of it. He's uh, been there for over five years, and uh, he is closing up shop and leaving. He is moving. He wants to get out of there. Uh, so I don't blame him. Uh it, 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 it's sad nowadays that you can't go out and actually enjoy yourself. Like, I mean, down here, man, you used to have some nice places to go out at night and eat and stuff like that. It's just sad. I mean, you take your life in your own hands going there. You could, I mean, somebody could have caught a fucking bullet and died and not even know they had nothing to do with it because they just pulling these guns out and just shooting everywhere at each other and they don't care who they hit. Uh, and you could get killed and not even know what happened just sitting there. So, it, to me, it's not worth it either. It, it's just it's bullshit. It's a sad time we live in. That these younger, gen, most of them is younger generation, not all, not all, but most, they have no, they have no concept. They, they, they don't care about life. They, they weren't raised with any kind of morals or, or anything like that, so... Last story here. This guy here. Of course, where we at? Oh, surprising. We're back in Baton Rouge. This Baton Rouge man was arrested Wednesday uh, for intentionally setting someone on fire because they took his radio away. Who who he set on fire? He set his own mama on fire. Christian. Romero Rodriguez, who had to speak through a translator, told investigators that he was on narcotics when the fire happened. So he's probably illegal. Can't speak English. Fucking high on drugs. And sets his mama on fire on purpose. Said He said he became angry when his mother took away his radio. Uh, reports say that Rodriguez doused his mother and a wall in their home on Oldham and Highway in lighter fluid, then set her on fire. They said the woman ran away and uh, he put the flames out. Okay. He was arrested and booked for aggravated arson. Should he been booked on uh, attempted second degree murder? You set somebody on fire, I'm pretty sure you're trying to kill him. I mean, if I set somebody on fire, 
My intentions to kill them. I'm just I, I might set them on fire because I think they cold. Oh, you cold here? Let me set you on fire. Don't mind your skin melting off. It'll be okay. But you're not cold though, boy, are you? But I'm sure they'll plead him some kind of uh, insanity. He's got mental issues. Everybody got mental issues, you uh, know, just stuff like that. But uh, I won't get into it. It pisses me off. I, you know, you, I seen something on the other day. You know, somebody's been living here twenty years. Twenty years in the United States, been working. Been in the United States twenty years. Didn't speak English. Hmm. Really? Twenty years you couldn't pick it up. Guarantee if I if I moved my my ass to Mexico, I'd end up being able to speak some Spanish after a while. That's people just refuse it. So but that's a whole different topic for a whole nother show. Uh anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed uh enjoyed this. Uh like I said it wasn't live or nothing. Just had these extra little stories put out and especially the one where the cop ran over the poor woman that already been run over. Slow down. People need to slow down. Slow down. I tell, when I used to FTO these these guys, I used to tell them, you know, because especially when you're a young cop, you want to go, go, go. Turn them lights and sirens on. I want to hurry up and get there. What? They're fighting. Let's go, go, go. No. First of all, if you get in a crash going there, you can't help nobody. If you cause a crash or something, even if you're not involved in causing it, you can't help nobody. If you get hurt going there, you can't help nobody. Calm down. Get there reasonably. Sometimes you have to put your lights and sirens on. Sometimes you don't. Because when you hit lights and sirens, you drive down the road, people seem to get the head-up ass syndrome when they see a cop behind them. And even they're supposed to go to the right, Always go to the right. Them motherfuckers will stop dead in the fucking road or they'll pull to the left. I mean, sometimes it can cause a bigger issue than not than just driving without lights and sirens on. But you have to slow down. Can't do nobody no good if something bad happens on the way over there. Got to control, control those emotions. Cause you're gonna, especially when you're younger, you're getting that adrenaline dump. That, that's tragedy. Then this, this woman that killed her, tried to kill both her kids and killed her 10 month old. There's some messed up shit going on. We got radio over here setting his mom on fire. Random gunshots downtown Baton Rouge. Hey, who wants to come to Baton Rouge for some vacation time? Fun times, right? Fun times. Anyway. Let's shout these uh, Patreons out before I forget. People helping me pay some bills, which I uh, totally appreciate. Because, uh, like I said, I do have, do have overhead expenses I pay out every single month. See who we have here. We'll only shout out the uh, the full crew members on these. So we got uh, Ronald Holstein as a full crew member. We got Mr. Uh, Jared Nitrous, Murder Cop for Life. He's a full crew member. We got Mr. John Demink. We got Dan Carlson with Burley Boards. 
go check out his merchandise. He he makes some good stuff, people. Uh, we got T Bird. We got Mister Jim Pocrant from the Short Track Guys podcast. Y'all can check him out. Uh, we got our favorite truck driver Hoppy Hoppison. We got Mister Blake Walker. We have AA Ron with the I Had to Say It podcast. He's always been putting out some some fire shit lately. Y'all need to go listen to him. We got Mister Z Palmer. We got Roy Spalding. Roy with the S. If y'all haven't done it, go to. Uh, we've got a private group, Facebook group. Uh, the Mister the clubhouse uh go check it out ask join it it's a couple of easy little questions free uh roy is always putting out uh did you know stuff on there took over for a whole stare on it we have jojo uh favorite girl from australia we have miss kaylee norris and natasha a from the state of washington and our og crew member melissa holstein appreciate every single one of y'all and uh Everybody needs to stay safe. Watch your six. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. Remember, we're not sheepdogs around here. We're lions. We're going to be king of the jungle. Take care of our pack. And uh, remember to smile because the Iceman can always be behind you. Till next episode. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm going to do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm...